You're listening to How About No with Mona Conception, the world's only female Chamorro comedian, and Rachel, one of the world's many licensed mental health counselors. We're the judge and the jury of all things pop culture, newsworthy, and advice you never wanted. We'll straight up tell you no. Hey, Rachel. Hey. It's Good Friday. No, 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 honey. Isn't there something else you want to say to me? What do you, what do you mean? What do I want to say to you? Happy Passover? Happy, pa- <laughs> Happy Passover. Anti-Semi. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. You I'm all what? about myself. No one, not one single fucking person has said to me, Happy, pa- you know what? That's a lie. I have forced my friends in the snap group to say it. Happy Passover. But they only said it after I forced them. Well, now they know. And everybody, like, can you guys get over yourselves for a second and understand Mm -mm. that Jesus was a schizophrenic criminal? And (laughs) before you go worshiping him on the resurrection, you need to remember that my people were freed from slavery. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. I, what, what do you think is more important? Uh, I definitely think those are things I think about. I also think that, um, <laughs> real question, real talk, what's, is Jesus too sexy? Like, do you think he's too sexy? No. Not sexy enough. Mentally ill. Is that sexy? I've had a lot of crazy in my life. Yeah. Okay, you're attracted to mentally ill? I am attracted to crazies. I have been in the past. Okay, well, I'm good changing luck. that. Um, good luck. But yeah. happy Passover, Rachel. Thank you. Sorry, let me try it again. <laughs> happy Passover, Rachel. Sorry. Oh, no. how nice of you to say. <laughs> For that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, all right. It is Friday. It is Friday. It the is fr- start of Passover. It is Friday, the start of Passover, the end. Uh, we're ending for Catholics. We're ending Lent. I'm going to mark my fucking doorway with lamb's blood. And, you know, that's how God's going to know to pass over my house uh, this week. Is that? <laughs> Maybe with your blood. Yeah, I'll put my blood up there. I'll do it. Here mm. is the sacrificial blood of a real live Catholic person. Yeah. I want to give you some blood, <laughs> put it up there, and... Um, yeah. You know, the more I learn about religion, the more I realize I don't know about religion, which True. is, you know, there's like so much to know and um there's so much disappointment. Like there's like did you know that <laughs> like heaven and hell like aren't real concepts? Like those are concepts that were um like okay, those were concepts mm-hmm. presented mm-hmm. During conversion tactics, yeah, yeah, like yeah. to convert pagans yeah. and Jews, even mm-hmm. that, like, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen right. to you. Like, why would anybody believe that? I mean, I guess before you have science and stuff, you would, but um, it's, it's about fear. Yeah, yeah, it really builds on fear. Like what I know about the world of cults, right? It's just like you have to build people up. You have to make them fear, and then you have to offer them the solution to like to to <laughs> yeah. counter the fear yeah. and be the, the solution. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, oh, I have this problem, and now I can go do this. Like, I want to be famous. I'm going to go become a Scientologist because that's what they're going to do. Like, that's yeah. the solution. Oh man! It, I, when I watched, I forgot what movie I was watching where they were it was a Scientology. Oh, uh, Annihilation! When I went and watched Annihilation, oh, I haven't seen that. Um, it's okay. It's just a lot of Natalie Portman going. <gasps> I heard it's really good though. Yeah, it's good. She's just like in distress most of the movie. <clears throat> oh, so it's a stressful movie. Uh, for Natalie Portman, <laughs> I think she has a very stressful experience in uh-huh. it. It's really pretty. And, you know, it's kind of trippy. Um, but they had a Scientology commercial that came on, like in the previews about like you know, and then um, where did you see this movie? Downtown at the. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it, it, I feel like Scientology commercials come up more and more often. Um, and at least in the movie theater, that's what they I've did. I've never seen a Scientology commercial. It came up, and then... Um, Without, like, going to YouTube to be, like, oh. looking at what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when Scientology ads come up on YouTube, I do watch them, because I'm like, okay, you're, you've got me. What are, we, are we going here? But yeah. mostly it's just boring stuff. Yeah. And then I remember about Sea Org and being, you know, signing your billion <clears throat> years to them. Um yeah, and if you don't if you don't give them your billion years, you have to pay them back. Yeah, that's like you owe them money, right? Like Leah Remini having to 
spend $200,000 of her own goddamn money to, to after the Tom Cruise wedding? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyways, but here we are. Here. In the bad stuff. In the badge pad. Deep in I the badge pad. I am glad I'm a chosen person, even if I choose to do nothing. Um, mm-hmm. That's true. It just makes me glad to know. I just feel less of a part of a cult, even though it is in its own its own um its own way yeah i feel very deeply entrenched in cult life um and i am a convenient catholic so i'm a catholic whenever whenever it's convenient for me Mm -hmm. um when i can say things like you know that's not very christian Mm -hmm. it's not very catholic so yeah Mm -hmm. it's a good thing to tell people there was a really good episode of fresh air with terry gross in the last like week or so mm-hmm. um where she interviewed a religious scholar about the spread of christianity and it's super interesting and it may sound boring to a lot of people but mm-hmm. actually it was really 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 good episode yeah so i would urge everybody to listen to that and it was like done by a scholar who like a guy that was super religious at one point and now he's not and he talks about why yeah so okay i'm just saying Something we can think about. <laughs> um, why we're doing these things. Why Why my mom made me wear a half slip when I was eight years old. Do you know what a half slip is? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the thing that old ladies wear. Yeah. I. So when I was little, I would have seen that as like glamorous and oh, probably uh-huh. something like... Like, I would, I don't know why anybody would wear one. Like, I don't know what the purpose of one is, but I would have thought, like, oh, that's very feminine and, and glamorous and pretty, and I probably would have wanted to be forced to wear a half slip, but instead my mom was forcing me to wear, like, Aztec prints and <laughs> um, denim dresses with lace on it, and me going, what? Uh, no, yeah. thanks. That actually sounds... We should have switched, because I would have loved, like, a denim dress with some Aztec you know, print for with some as lace. as ridiculous as she was, my mom was pretty, like, fashion-forward. Yeah. Um, so when I was little, I was wearing things that are in fashion now. Yeah. Like... Um, denim jacket. Aztec Denim. Mm-hmm. Ugg boots. Um, all, all, big sunglasses. Yeah. All of that kind People of stuff. People love that stuff. Denim vest. Um, yeah. But my mom was ridiculous. My mom made me wear a lot of clothes to make uh, a lot of shoulder pads. Yeah. See, I wanted that. I wanted your mom. I wanted ruffles, Mm -hmm. bows, glamour shots. Yes, I had all that. (laughs) I I didn't have any of that. I had the glamour shot. I had... had a, a pink puffy glamour shot. So there's yeah. one where like, there's a huge flower in my hair and there's like a, like this pink uh, like soft paper type background with me. Um, I had the rock and roll one where I was like in a leather hat and a leather jacket <laughs> and like upturned collar. Yeah. And then the I, I had the other one where I looked like an Asian lounge singer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like 14. That one That's, was crazy. That one is my favorite where I have like this big puff. I had short hair and, but they Teased it out. You're so, so just lucky, though. Looked like a big Q-tip. Do you want to hear like the saddest white girl story you've ever Is heard? Um, <laughs> when I was little, I think my mom like wished I was like a tomboy or something, yeah. but I wasn't. I was super femme. Yeah. And all I wanted was like this, like a ruffled dress for my birthday party. And she was so mad at me that like I my style was different than hers Mm -hmm. at four or whatever you know like every four-year-old girl basically wants to be a princess of course kind of yeah most girls and um she was like mad at me for wanting that and she was like disgusted by it she couldn't even like she couldn't even handle it so she made my dad take me shopping for a dress for my birthday because she was so disgusted Mm -hmm. by my (laughs) desires and I remember like feeling so like rejected by my mom and like embarrassed to be shopping with my dad because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing and Mm -hmm. so but he just let me pick out whatever I wanted Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was the plus side nice but it was so I just wanted my mom there with me yeah to do mom stuff but that's like her in a nutshell so that's yeah, if she wasn't present for you, she wasn't emotionally available to bring you on. Like, I think mother-daughter shopping, same-sex, you know, shopping with your same-sex parent. Yeah. Um, that's really important because, like, your dad wouldn't know what the fuck to do. No. He just bring you whatever. Just, my dad tried to do my hair once. He just gave made me look like it was, like, okay, you know how pigtails are, like, on the side of your head? So he put yeah. it, like, in the back, like, on one on top of the other, like a horse. Oh. I was a horse girl. A literal, cool. li- literal horse girl. That's cool. Yeah. So that was my dad. 
Okay, well, um, speaking of moms and cults and stuff. Sure. You watched Wild Wild Country, Yeah, I right? watched Wild Wild Country, which surprisingly hooked me in. Like, I didn't think that... Because I've heard of this story before. Like, it's been in other podcasts and uh-huh. things like that. Um, but to see it the way it was, why it unfolded, was so fascinating. Yeah, the first episode didn't hook me in, but this, by the second one, I did get yeah. hooked in. And it was triggering because it reminded me of, like, my crazy mom. Like, my mom is that type of person who would join a cult. Like, I'm so surprised she wasn't in a cult. Like, maybe she didn't know much about cults, but she actually was really pretty worldly and in tune with stuff. But she is a kind of person who needs a guru. And now, like, she thinks she is a guru. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But she, like, she bought into yoga culture, like, very early on, you know, before everybody else did. Mm -hmm. Um, Needed to, like, go to India and like get a guru and mm-hmm. like do all go to Did she go ashram. to India? Yes. And and Thailand and okay. places she would leave me for a month um and Jesus. go like to an ashram or whatever. Yeah. Or go on some silent retreat or something like that. Wow. Yeah. And so I mean I was a little bit older at that point when she would do that. <laughs> but um but she was so that person yeah. and now she lives well okay you guys all know I've been estranged from my mom for a really long time, so I don't know exactly where she lives. But the last time I knew where she lived, mm-hmm. um, it was like this tiny, tiny, tiny town in Arizona near the Mexican border where like it's one of those towns like there aren't like roads. It's like dust. It looks yeah. like a Western movie. It, yeah. It's just like crazy. And the reason why she lives there is because it's like there's like no it's like off there's no like wires mm-hmm. there's no oh like, like off the grid yeah and um and in her town like up the mountain or something there's this like health spa retreat that like that um claims they can cure cancer by oh, no. like eating you know raw and drinking these juices and doing a lot of yoga and stuff like that so she's like very connected with them and so that's like a cult kind of in its own yes it is um but they, yeah they claim they can cure cancer and diabetes and like all these like major health issues and she's just one of those people that's kind of like if you don't believe what i believe then why do you even exist like why are you even in my life so she can't entertain the idea that someone could be separate from her mm-hmm. and um and have their own belief system so it's really fucked up but that but so watching this i was like this is so close to what she would do yeah she would wear the fucking maroon they love maroon um, you know that's not everyone's color Especially on those people. <laughs> First off, it was like maroon and then like some, like a purple and then yeah. like a red. And, I and none of did those Did they were- ever talk about why? I feel like they missed the they I missed, missed why part. they chose maroon. But I think it might be, have to. if I had to guess, I'm going to say it has to do with a chakra. Sure. And the like, color. And like more of like, yeah, heart colors. Yeah, the color of your aura Maybe it's is. a heart chakra. Okay. I don't know. Um, oh god and then that guy but mm, wait a second whoa um Sheila and Bogwan were totally fucking right? oh they fuck <laughs> they fucking they like, were like probably early on they were probably their f- fucking freak number was high because she was so protective of him and like de- like those interviews with her where she went on Maury or whatever yeah. I mean not Maury, but like Phil Donahue. Yeah, Phil Donahue. <laughs> uh huh. And she and she was so snarky. She's, yeah, she was like high level. I'm. It's like Iggy Azalea's. I'm the new bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. And I kind of liked her for that. You know, she had very like feminist kind of way mm-hmm. about her, except not because she was being like ruled by a dude. By a dude. <laughs> Since she was like seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. That was. You, of course they were. And then also for him to say later on, like, when they separated, right, that, like, I would never have sex with a secretary. It's like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. And he was like, she's mad at me because I wouldn't fuck her. Yeah. That's basically like, what he said. Yeah. And I was like, no, you guys you totally, totally fucked. fucked. Oh, come on. Like, you never said to her, like, and she, yeah. You can't tell me that there was no sexual thing at all for a guy who wrote a whole book about sexuality, you yeah. know? It's yeah. like, give me a break. I bet my mom had some of his books. I'm sure. Like, he was so 
Yeah. That's how they made money, right? So I didn't really understand. There were some, for as thorough as it was, I feel like there were some holes. Yeah. So I didn't know how they kept, how they attained so much money. Yeah. So because it, they talked about the millions that were in the, like the business itself, like the, the value of what the buildings, the value of the land, the value of all these kind of things. I didn't know what it was generating. Right. So it seemed like when they made the decision to come out to Oregon from mm-hmm. India, yeah, that they just bought this land. The yeah. land was probably pretty cheap. Right. But to be able to just go, oh, I'm going to build a whole town like yeah. on this land yeah. with infrastructure and like yeah. an airport and, yeah. um, you know, and businesses and right. all of this shit, like that took capital. Mm-hmm. Where did they get that? Uh-huh. And... Um, and then once they had that going, like the people who left their lives to come live with them must have been giving all of any all money of they money. had yes. into it. True. Um, <clears throat> it just, uh, yeah, I don't know where. And then I, but then they showed that his books were really popular, like all over the world. And I thought at a time where books actually made money, like in the 80s. Yeah. 83. <laughs> where before, you know, Kindle and yeah. audiobooks and mm-hmm. free shit. Um, where publishing could actually generate money. That yeah. must have been where they got the money. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's where, where they got it. You know, I just, I'm sure. I Because I feel like back then, right, like that is the time in which people were actively searching for things. So it was like, you know, people wanted a lot of self-help books and stuff like that. That was a very high peak time for self-help literature that he would definitely have fed into all of that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and especially if it's just like it's something different it's something about sexuality and exploring yourself and um melding that with spirituality and then you know he must have made a shit ton of money off of people yeah people see and i don't understand that i don't understand like what why people definitely like decide like if you look at the interviews of of all the people in the vid- in the documentary you know whether like they were lost they were unfulfilled yeah you know spiritually sexually they just had or they had great lives but it wasn't good enough like the one guy who's like their lawyer mm-hmm. saying how he had held like a pretty high place in the law firm he was a partner and then he you know, left all that. It's kind of like that um, Holy Hell guy, you know? Remember that documentary? No. You don't? Holy Hell? Yeah. It was Mm-mm. a CNN documentary about a cult. That, okay. Um, he, the guy was um, inappropriately sexualizing the men in the, in the cult. Okay. And it went to Netflix. You've seen it. Okay. We've talked about it. Okay, then we've talked about it. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, it kind of reminded me of that because... The people that like went to that, whatever that cult was called, that holy, I don't know what it was called from the Holy Hell documentary. Mm-hmm. But at first it was just like, oh yeah, this lifestyle seems mm-hmm. like really great. Yeah. And we could all live this kind of communal lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But then it grew into something super crazy like this. They also didn't talk super about like Bhagwan's messages and ideas other than. I guess a lot of sexual freedom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, freedom. Do but like they would show him, like being in front of a big audience and him just kind of smiling. Yeah, and being, like smiling and like, like holding nodding. his hand together, and, and everyone would be like, "Ah, Bhagwan, whatever, yeah. Rajneeshis." But they, but they, he didn't talk really. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't really do that because then they also said that he stopped speaking a lot. You know. Yeah. Um, and then initially they said that they wanted to protect him to make sure he didn't implicate himself. So that's why he oh. stopped speaking for, okay. for But also, it's just like, I, it's hard for me also, as someone who's so cynical about things, like really be like, okay, I'm going to go with this guy. And I'm going to, Don't you know. go with any guy? Yeah, don't go with any guy. God, don't go with any guy. You know, speaking of that, mm-hmm. I was at a concert uh, Wednesday night and it was really crowded. It was sold out. And um, there was, like, just standing room only. And everyone's yeah. like this. And this guy taps me on the shoulder. And I turn around. And he says, like, can you, like, and everybody just take one step forward? And I turned around. And I looked at him. And my inner Bethany Frankel turned on. Yeah. And, and I say? said, and by the way, Mona, 
I am like a six foot tall woman. I'm towering over anyone. This is a little guy yeah. asking me to take a step forward. And I looked at him and I said, like, first of all, I literally cannot, if you can't already yeah. see that. And second of all, I'm not taking what to do lessons from a man at a fucking concert. I love it. <laughs> so I'm not taking what to say lessons from you. <laughs> Get off my jack! Yeah. And then this girl looked at me and, like, rolled her eyes at him. And, like, then he was, like, talking to her. And he was, like... And I... And, she, and you know, and I bent down to her since she was beneath me. And I right. was so tall. You're towering. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was wearing a stacked you heel. Amazon, so I was really tall. Amazonian lady. Um, yeah. And I go... And I looked at her and I go, you don't have to take... Um, you don't have to, um, you know do anything yeah. a man tells you to do at don't a do concert it. or whatever. And she was like, I know. Oh, my God. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah, don't Wait, follow men. Don't follow men. Um, I wish I could l- listen to that, but I can't right now. Um, so your concert was where? Like, It was at the Crocodile, which yeah. is a really small club that I'm surprised even still exists in Seattle yeah. since everything has, like, shut down. But um, it's, like, one of the oldest mm-hmm. venues. Mm-hmm. Oldest meaning, like, grunge era yeah. venues that, like... Pearl Jam played at and Nirvana and stuff, but actually it changed ownership. Ooh, I don't know yeah, how years many ago. years ago, mm-hmm. but um, I believe who owns it is the guy from REM, not Michael Stipe, but the one that lives here, mm-hmm. Mike Mills. I can't remember his name, um, but he and his wife own it, I think, and so I think it'll stay open. But it's a small space. It is. Small. So I went to the show, and I was thinking. This guy that I saw, Dermot Kennedy, he, I think, is going to blow up. So by next year, I think he's going to be playing, like, a lot bigger venues. Sure. So I was like, I better go and be able to say I saw him, you know, back, back in the Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was really fun. It was really good. It was really, really... God, he's hot. He's hot. God, he is hot and young, and I am just convinced I need a younger guy now. Why not? I mean... Oh. Why not? Honestly, because, like, if you go 10 years ahead, then, like, they're all losers. And then, like, you go 10 years, they're not Well, lo- they have kids, and sorry, no offense, but um, <laughs> but I, I realize that men of a certain age, men yeah. my age, are going to have history. True. <laughs> they, uh, they come with a history. <clears throat> and that a lot of them have kids, you know, and that's just not the lifestyle I'm looking for. Um, and I think I have more in common with like guys in their twenties. To be honest, I don't know. Not, they're you not, do. They may not be emotionally mature enough, but at the same time, I think that they're a little more woken. Yes. Than guys my age or in their forties. True. Um, and and their balls are still you know Taught. hanging where they oh. should be hanging. <laughs> they don't have um, old balls yet. Yeah, and uh, the gravity hasn't taken them. And you know maybe they're more, just more unencumbered. Like I, they am. are unencumbered. They do listen. They do. They. Uh, you, How do you know? I just know some things that <laughs> they can take direction. You don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay. I'm assuming. What 25-year-old guy have you been boning? I have none yet. Okay. But I just feel like as that if a guy were interested in me and he's 25, yeah. he would have to be listened to uh, Mama-san. Is that what okay. I'm saying? Well, can I tell you about um, my recent dating situation? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I've told Sing you it. a little bit, yeah. but I haven't really seen you to tell you the whole spiel. And this is a guy that was my age. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, God. Yes. I can exact revenge right now. Um, <clears throat> Living. No, I'm, not, drag I'm him, not mad. Drag him, it, sis. It's drag just him. one of those situations where you go out a couple times and you kind of realize, like, I'm not into this person. You know, why am I, why am I like, why do I keep trying? But um, he, so we went on, maybe this was date number five. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we had already boned. So it's like, I'm a sure thing, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And, um... <clears throat> We go out um, uh, to this town hall talk on toxic masculinity. That's so sexy. And it it was, in a way, that I was happy that he was interested in doing that. It was his idea. But in retrospect, I think maybe that was a move. 
okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's like a performance ally. Trying to, like, <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm so into Maybe. this. I will take you to a, a town hall talk. Yeah, but the talk wasn't that great. In fact, it wasn't great at all. And when we left, I was just totally critiquing it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, I thought we were having a good time, though. Um, and we go to this bar. We go to get a drink and, like, a bite to eat because we hadn't eaten. And... Like, we have good rapport. I think, if anything, it was more of a friend connection. You know, we were mm-hmm. had a lot to talk about. Um, but he did talk a bit about, like, money. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm like, you know... He just... Let's just say he explicitly let it be known that he's, yeah. like, doing really well or whatever. Um, and then... He did not pick up the check, which is another. This, that's not where I'm going with this story. But go ahead. I'm gonna. Pin, yeah, I'm gonna put a, a pin on it. I'm gonna put a pin on the not paying for shit yet. But you can go on. I'll, okay. go, back. I'll go back to it. I'll go okay. Back to it. Yeah, my dad was mad about that too, to be honest. Um, so we have a drink, we have dinner, and I'm thinking it, it took a while to get the tab. We had one of those waitresses that just wasn't paying attention to us, so we were sitting there for quite a while, and I'm thinking, like, oh, like, we're closer to his place than we are mine, and mm-hmm. we're definitely going to go bone, you know, so mm-hmm. he's going to invite me yeah. back to his place or whatever. And so, but the check finally comes, and um, we each, put, you know, we split the tab, and... Uh-huh. But he <laughs> says, can't he get over says do you want to split it? Um, he said that this was the second time we had had dinner and like both times, like, yeah, but that's besides the point here, what I'm talking about now, um, we can go back to men hang if if you want, but, um, so then the chat comes and then he looks at me and he says something like, so that food did not sit well with me and like, what did you guys eat? Um, my stomach hurt. He had a sandwich okay. of some kind. I had a salad, like a steak salad. It wasn't great food, but it was fine. We were All just right. in a bar. And um, <clears throat> and he just kind of gave me this look, and I was like, I think he's telling me, like, he's yeah. done for yeah. tonight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, do you need to go be alone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, and you- he says... Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised if that's the case. He didn't, you know, run to the bathroom or try to make wrap this up quicker because we had been sitting there for, like, quite a while. Um, and I internalized that as, like, kind of a rejection. But then I was like, well, he might just be embarrassed or whatever. Sure. <clears throat> um, and so... I say, okay, and I, like, got up really quick and, like, got my coat on and was, like, I'll, you know, get an Uber and go home because I didn't drive there. And he's, like, I'll wait with you. And I was, like, no. I was, like, you really don't have to. Mm-hmm. It was I was in a crowded, well-lit area. I, I didn't yeah. feel unsafe or anything. It yeah. was early. Um, and he, like, you know, just was, like, you know, <clears throat> adamant about waiting there with me, which I thought was weird if your, like, insides are going to come out. Right? Yeah. I do. <laughs> Do you need to poop or don't you? <laughs> yeah, Jesus I know. Christ. So then Choose I'm like, one. so then I'm like, he just doesn't. He's not into me at this point. You know, I just didn't. I was like, okay. I, I thought it was a blow off. Then he says, like, I'm. He's like, I'm gonna walk home, which I th- again I thought was weird because I'm like, don't you want to get home and shit your brains out? You know. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, this is a total blow off. This is a total blow off. This is a total blow off. I get in the car. I'm a little disappointed because, truthfully, I just wanted to get laid. But it wasn't that great anyway. So, you know, the sex, whatever. And, um, excuse you. And, um. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to get water. Oh, no. Should I? You got me. Okay. um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Now I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my place. So then, um, I get in the car and I think it's a total blow off. But he um, texts me, like, 15 minutes later and says, you know, oh, I stopped at Target to get ginger ale and, Mm -hmm. you know, made some, like, joke about being at Target. And I was like, oh, well, he wouldn't be updating me if if this was a blow-off. He would just blow me off. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So weird. I know. I thought that was weird. And then, so I was like, well, I'll just... Maybe he's just super embarrassed, and so I said, like, um, you know, whatever. I have tickets for a concert tomorrow. If you yeah. want to go, like, we can 
have a redo or whatever. I was trying to make him feel better. Right. I was trying to make him feel less embarrassed to smooth over things and offer another opportunity. Yeah. And then he gives me like a vague noncommittal answer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is, I'm so confused now. Right. And, um, and then he like texted me the next day to blow me off basically and say that he had plans with a friend, which he didn't. He didn't. No. Like, I mean, he did. No, not that he had planned, because I'd asked him the night before, what are you doing this weekend? And he didn't say anything about having plans with a friend. But after my invitation, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I'm going to go, like, out with a friend. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the invite or whatever. So I'm like, oh, he blew me off again, right? So now I'm just ghosting him. I just haven't texted him since then. How how long has this been? Um, Couple days. Last Saturday. It's been a week. Okay, good. Yeah, keep it like that. I mean... No, I'm not interested. Right. I'm just not. I, like, I was kind of trying to force it because, you know, I had nothing else going on. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, you don't blow a girl off twice. You I know, mean, like, you're supposed to... Listen, I'm worth it. So worth like, it. Like, the, the right answer would be, if anything, like, oh, I have plans with a friend, but... I'm going to blow him off because I'd rather hang out with you. Yeah, I'll give up my plans. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have plans. That's the thing. Yeah, I have plans with a friend. No, you don't. Also, so many so many things here, Rachel. First off, um, not, I'm not even going to talk about the, the money part yet. I want to first talk about how someone tries to get out of, of get out of seeing, uh, uh, out of the date by saying, by poop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, why do you use that excuse? I know everyone poops, but to have like an emergency poop situation. But then not like, what do you think that was? Because I feel gassy. I might fart around you. I don't know. But also you are nice about it because it's like a real thing. Everyone does this, right? It's like, every, yeah, everyone like, has some kind of like stomach kind of thing. Right. And if you you can laugh around and be like, oh, haha, you know, I'll see you later when you, your stomach settles or something like that. You know, but for him to take the route of like, this is how I'm going to, my exit strategy is to do this seems so weird. Also, yeah. And things were going fine. Yeah. Like, unless, uh, I can't really think of anything that we talked about or that happened that he would have, that would have changed his mind about me in that moment, you know? Plus he was pretty complimentary towards me the whole night, you know, like saying like, you're so well-spoken, you're smart, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's giving me compliments. Okay. Um, so, but it's funny. Um, the guy I was dating last fall, um, when, when we were like starting to get more comfortable with each other, we were laying in bed and he looked at me and he said, can I ask you a question? And I, at at first I was like, Oh, like he's going to, Say something sweet or yeah. I don't know. And he goes, he goes, can I fart around you? Yeah. And I was so embarrassed for him in that moment, really. Yeah. And, but how I interpreted that with my therapist mind is he's asking me, can I be human around you? Sure. Um, you know, like, are you going to reject me if I'm just like a normal human being? Like, you know, and, you know. The way I didn't really appreciate the way he asked. <laughs> Can I fart around? <laughs> so I just you? thought it was embarrassing. Yeah, but um, but anyway, like every yeah, everyone poops, everyone farts. I, I but you shouldn't have to like cut off a date. Yeah, and if he was if he didn't feel you, right, right, you shouldn't have to resort to that. Be like, and if he did feel me, he would have been really apologetic or been like. Let me make it up to you tomorrow yeah. or something like hey, that. Yeah, I'm not feeling well, but you know what? I feel really bad. Let's just continue this another night when I, my tummy isn't. Yeah. Or who wouldn't say tummy, but I say tummy because um, I have a mom. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. Um, it's just so weird. But so, but not, but you know what I like kind what? of? I mean, I feel like this was just one of those situations where neither of us were really super into each other, but, okay. we, were, but we were trying to sure. be, Put if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, <clears throat> I like being in the power position of like being the one who didn't res- doesn't respond, you know, like yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. If anything, he's waiting for me, or that he's wondering what he did wrong. Yeah, but I'm not wondering that. No, you didn't do anything wrong. I know. First off, he's I'm not made wondering a lot that. of mistakes here. <laughs> Going back to what my problem is is when he says on the first like a was first, first, date. first big date. Yes. Do you want to, when the check comes, do you want to split this? Yeah. 
No, I absolutely do not want to split yeah. this. You should be paying for, for this. For the listeners, he did pay, like, the first two times we went out, he paid, but we just had gone out for drinks. We didn't get any food or anything, and then we had, like, our bigger, like, real big date. Sure. Big date. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. what are um, drinks? Drinks are, like, what, 12 bucks each? Yeah, So, yeah, yeah. what, your bill is, like, 20, 30 bucks? Oh, even less, because okay. I just drink a well drink, like okay. a vodka soda. Sure, a vodka yeah. soda. Right. Eight bucks. Something like that. Six fifty. Six fifty. Probably. Okay. Yeah, nothing. I'm a cheap date. You know I don't drink very much, you know, so. I'm like Sheena. I'm like, I'd like to try each of the prime cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> One of try. each, please. One of each of the prime cocktails. Yeah, no. No. I, I like, like a good cocktail, so I will have, like, two of them. But I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, like, in retrospect, you always have, like, the perfect comeback and mm-hmm. stuff. So I was thinking if he does text me again ever, yeah. that... Like, my response is going to be, like, you know, thanks, but I'm really just not interested. I'm used to men pursuing me, like, a little harder. No, um, what you need to do is respond whatever he says. <laughs> respond with the, the picture of Jenny from 90 Day Fiance, or before the 90s, where she's like, men cry for me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't one. cry for I don't me. cry for men. No, men but I just want to be, like, I'm used to men, like, putting in some effort. Yeah, you lazy ass. Yeah. Yeah. Split this. Split this. Yeah. Yeah, no, There's a you. fine line between feminism and chivalry. <laughs> you know, it's like, I am a modern woman. I can obviously buy my own yeah, anyth- anything right, I right. want. I could have that $3,000 speaker if I really wanted, if which wanted. I do, and I will get it. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> yeah, one. I don't know about two, but I will get one. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I can do all of that. Mm-hmm. I can make it happen. Um, but I think that there's some, like, it says something and sets an intention and a tone mm-hmm. for a dude to take care of something. You either set a tone or you better fucking atone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There you go. There, there's your Passover. Yeah. That's, the, that's a different holiday. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> trying that's a really different everybody can you go educate yourself please (laughs) oh wikipedia will help you um yeah i am not your token jew you're my this is my jewish friend rachel (laughs) hi this is my jewish friend rachel no i'm not racist i have a jewish friend fetishize me please you know what fine here's the thing i'm gonna put this out here in the world yeah everybody okay Find the guy that's obsessed with Jewish chicks and bring him to me. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys exist. I'm I'm searching for you, Rachel. (laughs) I'm searching. I asked my dude. Yeah, but he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything. He has someone in San Francisco. That's not good enough. Uh, Um, I'm on the hunt. Okay. Well, anyway, that's my story. And I don't appreciate being blown off to poop. No. Do not blow me off to poop. Um, but speaking of men, I finally saw Black Panther, and I know this is late and probably no one cares, but I liked it. Yeah. And, um, I, um, I, um, I really, you know what I took away from it? It's what? Is that nobody's going to hand you power. Mm-mm. And you need to realize yeah. that you're royalty. Yes. <laughs> that that is your bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> That you can just show up and take what's fucking yours. Take what's yours. Just go get it. Just go get it, Michael B. Jordan. Is that his name? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I yeah, liked Killmonger. You, yeah, I mean, I don't you want to just, like, like feel the ripples of all the kill the kill marks on mm-hmm. his body? Just read it, the like, scarification or whatever. Yeah, I want to do, yeah, just read it. Yeah, yeah. he was so hot. hot. Hotter than the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. I mean, would, the Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the rebel. I, I feel, yeah, strongly with the Rebels. Yeah, that's uh, pretty nice. So good. I'm glad you watched Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I have uh, a comedian friend named Anthony Robinson who tweeted um, something about Black Panther. He's like, the, the light-skinned uh, uh, the light-skinned people in Black Panther are from the country of, well, kinda. <laughs> That was funny. It just stayed with me. Oh my god! So we have. Should we? Um, we have a a listener. Um, 
uh, question via yeah. fa- via our Facebook group. Yeah, our Facebook group. Can I read oh. it? Yes, please. Okay, so Alicia asks, um, I see a ton of people post about reconnecting with exes, and I have never, in caps, never heard a success story about this. Also, on slash off relationships, why it never works. So... Um, reconnecting with exes, um, it happens a lot, doesn't it? Not for me. Okay. Oh, I've never reconnected with an ex. Oh, I mean, maybe my freshman year boyfriend, we, that I was supposed to lose my virginity to, um, but we had plans to lose my, (laughs) we had plans to lose my virginity to this guy, and then we never did, and then, like, later on, after, long after I lost my virginity in high school, um, no, I lost it earlier than that, but... We were trying to hook up in high school, and it didn't work out. Like, uh-huh. yeah, he just had like I don't know whiskey dick, or as someone someone I as I've also learned is called Brewer's Droop. <laughs> I can't even say it. That is unfortunate. This is also why I need a young man. Because, but he's all he was also young. Oh well, maybe he was an alcoholic. Okay, maybe. or on something. Yeah, we're super nervous. Yeah, I'm super nervous. Because like it's it time to. Yeah, I. So you probably made him really nervous. Yeah, I was so intimidating because <clears> I was just like, "Give it to me, daddy. Hit me. Hit me, daddy. Hit me, daddy. Um, Hit me." So yeah, do I? But I've never hooked up. Like once a relationship's over for me. It's like scorched earth. I do think, not come back. Yeah, I think it seems like a young person thing to do because you're just kind of dumb and you don't know any better. Personally, I have terrible taste in men. And so <gasps> once too. I'm done with them, mm-hmm. I'm like, why the fuck would I ever want to go back to that? Why? Even if the sex was good. It's like a new dick is better than old dick. You know? True. And But my first boyfriend ever, mm-hmm. Pat... Um, who I lost my virginity to, we hooked up for a long time after we broke up. Yeah. But we weren't, like, reconnecting, Yeah, if you will. Yeah, we weren't going like to get back together. Yeah, right, right. we weren't going to get back together, but whenever we'd find, find ourselves single, we would get together and have sex, and it was fine. And to be honest, it was. I liked it. It was good for until it wasn't or whatever, until we stopped. I don't know what made us stop. But um, that's really the only time I've ever done it. Um, I've never heard of a success story. Well, I know our girl Natalie is um, like t- dating her ex, um, but she's also young. Yeah, she's also young. Yeah, she might have to learn from her mistakes here. Um, <laughs> but I like that her ex is like six three, so I'm like, yeah, I'll give a pass. But yeah, that, there we no, go. it sounds like it's going well for yeah, her. Good for her. Um, I I give her my blessing. I've already told her that. Not that she needs it, um, but. It could be a recipe for disaster, and then... But I I do get the allure of it. I Mm -hmm. get the allure of, like... Familiarity. Yeah, familiarity. You don't have to go through that awkward stage of, like, does he or doesn't he. Right. You already know, like, the... If you... Even if you, like, broke up on... Whatever. There's still, like, that that animalistic connection there. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, like there... I have... So there was a guy that I used to hook up with, but, like, will still come in my, slide into my DMs or say Uh something, and then I've been really good about not responding. Yeah. Because I'm in a good place now that I know I shouldn't be saying stuff, so I don't do it. But there is that familiarity there, and I can see why people would definitely go, especially if the guy is, like, super hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So hot. So hot. So hot. Yeah. 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 Well... On and then what about on and off relationships? It's she's she's asking why. So I don't know. What does she mean? Like you get back together for a little bit and yeah. then you're like no, and then you get back together again later on. I don't. I don't know. I don't. For me, I don't think I can handle it because I think I'm. Um, oh, I'm not on the hills. I'm not in um, Made in Chelsea. That show that I watch so much now, um, where they do a lot of on and off relationships. Like you get together, then you break up, and then you get back together. I, I need more stability than that. I know you do. I am, so I need a, I am a relationship person. Yeah. I like relationships, so I try to get into them as um, efficiently as I can. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. You need to secure things. Yeah. Um, whereas a lot of people are afraid to secure something. Would, and they're you, worried yes. about getting swallowed up yes. by somebody else. Yeah. Oh, swallow me up. <laughs> Swallow me up, daddy. Hit me, daddy. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> I just want to, like, 
Someone didn't fucking ruin me. I just want to, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not afraid of committing because of the reason why most people are. Like, I think, like, I'm not afraid of, like, losing myself in mm-hmm. a relationship. I'm not afraid of getting swallowed up or being with one person for a long period mm-hmm. of time. I'm worried about getting attached and comfortable in that and then them dumping me oh. and then me having to that adjustment back to single yeah. is really hard for me so I just stay single yeah and then I never have to adjust okay huh? <laughs> I just stay in relationships so I never have to be single I know the, yeah yeah and that's I, I don't know when this is gonna catch up with you hon. I don't know <laughs> oh honey <laughs> honey ah! <laughs> That's my Trixie Mattel. Honey child. Beloved. Honey. Um, you're going to have to learn to be with yourself at some point. I know. Yes, I know. I know. Okay. But I don't have <laughs> but to you're be. like, not today. But not today because I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Can I share how I made him my oh boyfriend? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, um. Okay, so the guy that I'm dating. Let me I take. <sighs> we got to breathe. <laughs> Deep breaths here. Let me, um, mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, so the guy that I'm dating, super nice, super hot. He's, I don't know. He's, yeah, we've been dating for a while. A few months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a comedy show this Sunday, and I, he's coming to it. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to debut some new jokes. And my new, my new guy. Uh-huh. And this is the first time he's seen me. And then I asked him, you know, I'm like, in a very this is how I did it I was like oh so how do you want me to introduce you at this comedy show like are you like my Sherpa like are you my warden like uh, and he's like you can just say my boyfriend and I was like okay I can say my boyfriend now and then you're like my evil plan works (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I went the roundabout way to to do it so yeah I did it I did it now I have a boyfriend now Um, I have a boyfriend though (laughs) guess what I have a boyfriend yeah Okay. <laughs> I heard you. Um, yes. So he's like, wait right now. Uh, so yeah. yeah. I mean, not like he wasn't before. I mean, honestly, we've been exclusive, you know, and without saying all those kind of things. I don't know. If you're in your mid-30s, like, what, what do we do? What are we doing? What do we do? How do you do these things? How do you do these things? I don't know. I had a guy do that to me once, and I just told him, well, I knew what he was doing. Like, I know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. Um, like, where he was like, how should I introduce you? Yeah, you know? how do I and introduce I was like, you? I was like, you're a fucking pussy, and if you can't just... I have like, a fucking pussy, yeah. <laughs> ask me. No, this isn't... But the guy doing it, yeah. Yeah, and then I was... So, what I did was I said... Um, or he said, how should I introduce you? Are you my girlfriend? And this was after, like, pretty early. It was, like, three weeks into dating. It was oh, okay. pretty early yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely, like, heading in that direction. And so <clears throat> I said, um, well, I don't know. You'd have to ask me first. Yeah. And he goes, I am asking you right now. And I said, no, no. You have to ask me if I want to be your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh. And because uh, I just, I needed to make him work for I didn't like what he was doing to me, putting me in that position when he could have just said, like, you know, been more direct about it. And um, so then he, like, thought about it for, like, 15 or 20 minutes, and then he came back to me and was like, so will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes goes by. He's thinking of it the whole yes. time. And then finally Because says, we were at a party, yeah. and it was, like, a work function for him, and I think, you know, he wanted, you know, he, people were like, who's this girl you're with or whatever? Um, and then he got distracted doing something and then he was like okay so you want to be my girl and then I was like I was like my plan actually worked because his plan was dumb it's not I'm not saying your plan was dumb my plan is dumb I'm just saying it's different I because I think men need to grow up a bit and grow up here yeah um and he could have just said do you want to be my girlfriend or you know what are we or you know, are yeah. we exclusive? But instead, he like played this. But I didn't want to ask, "What are we?" I understand. I want to say, "What? How do I introduce you?" And I'm fine with that because I'm fine with tricking men. But I'm not fine oh, with yeah. them no, no, tricking no. It's us. It's going the other way around. No, this has to be one way. Yeah, it has to be one direction. Yeah, one direction. Yeah. me to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I know what you did. I know I'm just what saying, I did. I know what I you like, did. I was like, "Call me by my own name, girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> Call me by my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's what, uh, 
that's how I got. That's where I am in my my stage of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not single. And I have a boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Why do you get the tat- get it tattooed on your arm? Um. <laughs> yeah. No. They, no. I'm worried. That one. Um, what is next? Uh. Well, Roseanne came back this week. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really watch the first. I. I mean. I watched a little bit when it was on, but I wasn't like a like regular viewer oh. of the show when it first came on. Um, I was. You were mm-hmm. okay. Did you? So, do you find that like how do you feel? Do you feel it shifted at all, or do you feel like it's kind of? I know. I felt like okay. So, someone who I understand like her politics, like a little bit of Roseanne's what she's saying. Um, but aside from that, it was like it wasn't enough for me. If well, I think can we just let a good thing be a good thing? Like let it die. Yeah, let Roseanne it die in our memories. Mm-hmm. Um, Roseanne was a great show. Mm-hmm. The woman is batshit crazy. Of course, um, she blocked me on Twitter for retweeting her. Like she's just nuts. Um, and I know someone who used to work for her and says that she is exactly what you would think. Like, she yeah. is that, that fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but this reboot, they did a good job, like, consistency-wise. The set is the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone's the same. Like, the jokes were good. It was funny. But this time, what doesn't feel right about it is that it feels forced. Mm-hmm. It feels like we're forcing these social issues in the show and I thought the Trump stuff was actually pretty good like the Aunt Jackie because that's like real like there are people in this world who since this last election aren't talking to each other anymore Mm -hmm. because of who they voted for so I kind of liked that part um but the like it just seemed like they're going through a laundry list of social issues to get through every box Yeah. yeah and they and I like that part I just thought okay this this is dumb because when they did it in the beginning they actually the original Roseanne conquered some social issues some class issues in America um but they it was in such a less um produced way if sure. that's possible yeah, yeah, like yeah. it just seemed so natural yeah and this almost one's- almost like they didn't know the impact it had and mm-hmm. now it's like we're trying to have an impact yeah this one felt very heavy-handed um, I felt like it was like, okay, everything was set up for her to be like, and remember I am for Trump, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, so it's like all these really strong extremes. Like there wasn't like the subtlety there. Cause I, I feel like, yeah, you know, there are some people that are not talking to their family members, but also there are a lot of gray areas. And, but this time it was like on different sides of the spectrum, um, I thought what was most successful was when she was talking about like household stuff, like, why would you like clean that place we like we liked where you know all the dust was and all that kind of, I liked that kind of domestic talk mm-hmm. where she talked about like the house and stuff like that but like they really were so heavy in all the things they were trying to accomplish mm-hmm. you know I felt like they were they yeah they were set out on on like we want to make sure that you know that she's for Trump then you know that you know she has a non-gender binary like grandchild okay. that also I feel like did I miss something or the 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 non-binary child Mark yeah was Darlene's kid yes but I got confused because Becky was with a guy named Mark the whole oh. series of uh-huh. Roseanne right yeah Her boyfriend Mark right, right. who she married yes and then I'm like is this Mark Jr. Yeah, like, no. who is this? Or is mm-hmm. it just a coincidence that the kid's name is Mark? It's probably a coincidence. That's weird to yeah. me. Yeah. That they wouldn't think of that? Yeah. Yeah. Think of another name other yeah. than Mark? Uh-huh. That, that was kind of bizarre to me. Yeah. And then the African-American girl that's DJ's daughter. Daughter. That they didn't even... And DJ wasn't even around! didn't even mention. Like, they didn't go into that at all. So that was seemed weird. Like, it, here, like we have her in as a... Like token, yeah, as a token black person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, here's an inside scoop for you. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but that shirt that Roseanne wears with the chicken on it, mm-hmm. and she wears it in all, like a ton of the old original episodes, and she's doing it now. There's a reason why. Why? Um, <laughs> when she wore it originally, I guess. 
Um, so she wrote, she actually wrote this great, I think it was in the New York Times, um, like opinion piece, or maybe it was New York Magazine about the sexism that she experienced mm-hmm. um, when she was working on that show. When yeah. she, and like that she's the genius behind Roseanne. Like yeah. it's her, right? Yeah. Like, and that's crazy people typically are smart. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> But that she was, like, given all of these, like, crazy rules by production and by the producers and stuff that, you know, she argued, like, men would never get these types of criticisms and whatnot. And one was, like, she had worn that chicken shirt and, like, the big wig at the network or something was, like, she cannot wear that again. Like, it's too white trash or something. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. And it made her so mad. So then she wore it out of, you know, spite and to, like you know, prove a point. Yeah. And so that shirt is, like, super symbolic for her in her fight to, like, keep her show the way that she wanted to keep her show. Okay. Um, So, anyway, so she's wearing it in the very opening um, scene of the new, of the reboot. Ah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I like that intel. Yeah, (laughs) that that background for that. I just... I kind of like what they did with both Beckys, although, you know what I think they should have done? Mm-hmm. Is just interchanged them without any, um, without any explanation. Yeah. Because that's what they did originally. Yeah, like, they showed when they Becky. replaced the, yeah, with second Becky. But, uh, that whole surrogacy thing, right, where, so it's like, so heavy-handed, like, everything, like, make America great again. Oh, we have a black grandchild. Oh, we're gonna give away my grandbabies. Like, yeah. you know, all these kind of things that, that, I know it's like a, a show, so it's like not real life. Like no family goes through every single step of this that, stuff. That's what I hate about that show. This is us. Oh, is that because they go through everything? Yes. Yeah. It's the same thing. There's you know, there's like the, um, the adopting a adopting. Yeah. There's the race issues. Mm-hmm. There's a like class issues. Yeah. There's you know like everything at one. There's a tragedy. Yeah. It's like people. No. It's too much. It's too much. But it's people too much. love that show. I don't know People why. love that show. Don't people know. cry that Maybe just show. because they like to watch Milo Ventimiglia because he's hot. I don't know. Probably. He's hot as he, he's alive. Like, don't <laughs> don't kill him in a crockpot fire. Um, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. But, so, yeah. Am I going to... I don't know. Maybe I might give the... So, it was the two episodes, right, that we watched. Yeah, I'll probably never watch it again. I probably, yeah. I don't have anything that I'm like, okay, I'm really going to give it another chance for this maybe if i'm super bored and i just like need something to have on in the background yeah which does happen a lot because i spend a lot of time at home um i actually haven't been home a lot rachel because i've been going visiting my boyfriend yeah that's been fun (laughs) okay yeah that's been that's been pretty fun good yeah thanks (laughs) yeah thanks he's gonna come on sunday i'm excited you should be. I'm excited. He's going to see my comedy for the first time live. I mean, I feel like that's like the hall, the hallmark of a relationship between like a comedian and her partner. Well, it her puts partner. you in a vulnerable position. It's like, yeah, it puts you in a vulnerable. Yeah, position. he's going to see me. Well, I mean, I know I'm funny, so that's not a, that's not going to rattle me. But it's just, but you can't make jokes about him and I can. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. So by the time this airs, so like by the time this airs, I would have already done my jokes. So I'm yeah. like, can I tell you what I'm going to do? <laughs> yes. So what I'm going to do is like when he, <laughs> I'm going to make a shout out. I'm like, everyone can like give it up for my boyfriend, you know. And then I was, and then I'm like going to say, okay, that's enough. <laughs> like okay. back to me. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I probably might ask him like, how am I doing, babe? And then he'll be like, you're good or something. I don't know. You're going to embarrass them. Yes. Okay. I think you have. I have to. I don't know how this works. I have to. I will use my position of power because it is a position of power. Everyone has to listen to me. And then also I can command this. So then you can see that I'm a badass. Like I'm, you know, I'm a comedian. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that. Yeah. I wonder. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just thinking. No, it's going to be My wheels fun. are turning. Yeah. Like, how I was thinking, like, how would I do that to a dude, but my profession makes it so I cannot. You cannot come see me work. And, like, you know what? What? I just think dudes don't want to date a therapist. No. Uh, why would you say that? Like, you think that they, because they need therapy so much anyways that they don't want to. I think that it makes them feel exposed. And I think just in general, people as... So... 
just by what I do for a living, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, I don't necessarily feel like a powerful person. I have self-esteem issues just like anybody else. Yeah. But just by what I do, people Mm -hmm. give me power. Yeah. People assume I have power. Yes. People assume I know shit that I don't know. You do. I know a lot. Yeah. But they assume that I know shit that I don't know and that I can see right through you to yeah. like, you know, your your issues and yeah. everything. And that's why I think like so when I was on the date with the, that guy, um, when he was talking about money, he was talking about like um giving his family money, that he's in this position that he can like give his family money all the time and stuff. And he was saying like, oh, I don't want to get in the habit of it. And I looked at him and I was like, well, you're the only one that can put a boundary on that. Yeah, right, right. You know, and I was kind of like, I, you know, then he kind of like changed the subject and just like stopped talking about that. And I was like, oh, you know, did I go into therapist mode there or mm-hmm. did he perceive me that way? And yeah. like, he didn't want to like expose himself anymore. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They felt like he was too vulnerable or something. I don't or, know. Oh. That I was like, or that he didn't. Yeah. Want to put me, I was dating one guy once who said like, he ne- he was like, I never want to talk to you like that. Like how a client would or whatever. And I'm Wait. like, but you don't look I'm, at him like a I, I, mean, I was like, but I'm not your therapist. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm you not know, but I just don't think people, the general people, lay, yeah. lay people, if you will, all these people beneath me yeah. can, can, you know, I just, I don't know. I can see that where people are like, oh, are you looking at me like a, like I'm a client or something? Like yeah. That? But also that's on them. I guess so. Because and then a, since men already have trouble like being emotional human beings, like, you know, just normal beings that mm-hmm. they would think that I'm expecting that even more or something, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, fuck them if they can't appreciate you for the gifts that you bring and however. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Cut that out. All right. Well, <laughs> Rachel, what are we doing for How About Yes this week? Oh, I already yesed it. I think that guy, Dermot Kennedy, the singer that I saw. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Um, he's just so hot, and his so. voice is so amazing. It's like this, he's from Ireland, and he's got this, like, raspy, deep, um, fuckable voice. You want to fuck his voice. Yeah. Like, even the men were turned on in, at that Damn show. Damn straight. Yeah. Um, what about your new purchase? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Talk about that. We didn't even go there. We didn't even go there. Let's go there. Um... I bought this thing called the Womanizer. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Womanize me. It's a vibrator. Yes. Um, and it's a really expensive vibrator that yes. I got on sale. Um, and I I need to spend some more time with it. Okay. Um, I'm not totally wild. I I don't know. It's a, it's a really different okay yeah si- sensation, sensation uh-huh. and situation. It's not like your typical vibrator. I have it right here. Would you like to see it? Yeah. Okay. It's clean. I promise. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> so um, I got the to go version, which means um, portable. Uh, the reason why I got the this one is because it was cheap. It was the cheapest one. It looks like a well, the case so itself it looks, looks like, like a huge Lancome lipstick. Yeah, like, or Chanel. A Chanel it's lipstick. Black and gold. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that it, looks. <laughs> like a lipstick for a, a muppet yeah so <laughs> so anyway so it's enormous it's like a enormous lipstick. lipstick tip with like a hole in it okay. that you could fit well my pinky fits in it okay and so you don't shove this in your vagina no i mean i guess you could okay. but that is not the point of this That's not the point so of it. their thing is they're like this will bring you to orgasm faster. Okay. Now that's not really my problem. I would say if anything, I'm a premature ejaculator. Sure. Um, which I mean, men Prem- are happy yeah. to experience that. I think. I yeah. Don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, but so what it does is, it was interesting because when I opened it and I turned it on, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get, I don't get how it. this does anything. Also, it's kind of loud. Okay. Um, I'm gonna turn it on for you. Hold on. Let me see if I can do this. You hold it. So that's like on a low mode. Can you hear that? And then it's loud, yeah. huh? It's like a motor. Okay. That's the that's the highest level, which is the level I have been needing. What is the hole for? Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Hold on, let me turn it off. Okay. So the what it does is when when it's on just here and you like touch it, there you can't I don't f- feel anything like 
I thought there was going to be air blowing out of sure. it or some kind of suction, and I was like, I don't get it. But I read the directions. <laughs> so what happens is you put this on your clit, and you have to be pretty specific about it, yeah. about this placing of it. And you'll, yeah. you get it when you, once you move it around. You find this spot. It kind of suctions on. Okay. And it kind of like, latches on. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It kind of suctions and pulsates yeah. um, quite a bit for that area. But I will say, like, you have, like, the thing about it is you have to get it on the specific area. Okay. If not, you're just kind of like, what? It's yeah. not really. I've been needing it on the highest level. Okay. Um, which isn't unusual for me. Sure. I guess. I'm a high sensation seeker. Sure. Um, <laughs> A pleasure seeker, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. seeking missile. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, I've used it twice, and um, it's just different. It's just a little different. That I think that's that's. A I would good say it's worth exploring. It's worth trying. It's not worth three hundred dollars, which is what they want originally. I got the March Madness sale. This was seventy dollars. Okay, sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, or something. look for the sales. Um, it's called the Womanizer. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm doing all the sex toy research I can for you guys, but um, I think my my tried and true Lilo, the original one, mm-hmm. is you know something I use a lot. I'm gonna keep experimenting with this one. Yeah. The Aura, the other Lilo I have, the one that's supposed to be yeah. the oral sex stimulator, is probably my least favorite compared to this guy and. Um, and the and the regular yeah. Lilo, but yeah, it's crazy looking, isn't it? That is, pre- it it literally looks like a lipstick for like a Jim Henson Muppet. It looks like Big Ange, like a big. You remember Big Ange? Yeah, from Mob Wives. It looks like it would fit her lips like barely because yeah. she had big lips. But um, yeah, I I for me I I've always like my tried and true is the rabbit. It's like a wow. rabbit. Yeah, you know, and I was talking about this is like a good price for a vibrator is like hundred dollars. Yeah. I feel like that's a good. Yeah, price. don't don't spend much more than that. Yeah. I think you I, can get a really quality product for yeah, that quality price. product for that. Yeah, I even would. I think the Lilo, like the original one that I have, I think it was about a hundred, maybe one twenty sure. at the highest. Mm-hmm. This the oral sex stimulator one was more, although I got that on sale as well, but it wasn't worth. What, the, what I paid mm-hmm. for it, I can sure. tell you that much. But what am I going to do? Return it? I don't know. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here you go. It's yeah. defective. But the thing is, is that I think, like, if you buy, like, the plus of buying from, like, Babeland is that I think they do take returns. Yeah. Okay. Um, so go for Babeland. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be dumb like me and just buy it off whatever website. Yeah. Um. So how about yes to the womanizer? I mean, it's a maybe. It's a how about maybe. It's a how about yes to use the womanizer while you think about Dermot Kennedy and his fuckable voice. Damn straight. Oh my god, he's so hot. All right. So hot. And he didn't even wear real clothes. He was in like Nike fucking track pants. And I was like, you didn't get dressed for this? But that's still hot because what if he has a boner? He... Saying I can look past the pants, this is like the only time in my life when I could look past the pants because I, I appreciate I men who get dressed. Oh, okay. And yeah. I even said, um, when he came on stage and I was like, Nike track pants, and I was with this girl that I work with that happened to be there and her boyfriend, and I turned around to her boyfriend and I said, You got dressed today, was it that hard? <laughs> yeah, but what about no, I can close on. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I'm he okay. just needed to be comfortable. He he did get pretty sweaty. Yeah. See, he wants to be really comfortable. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, yeah, I still think that's pretty fun. You guys. You guys. Thanks for sticking with thanks us. Thanks for sticking with us. All right. Peace. Peace. Bye. You've been listening to How About No. If you like us, follow us on iTunes.